to fill my mind and heart with song that celebrates sin, that celebrates that which is overtly rebellious to God, that celebrates things that are dark in nature, surely cannot be good for my soul. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast, a podcast designed to answer challenging questions on doctrine and on living out your faith in your homes, in your churches, and in your workplaces. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Once again, we would love to hear your questions and comments as it relates to this episode. So if you're watching from YouTube or Facebook, just leave a comment for us right below that video. But you can also send questions to us from our website, straighttruth.net. There you will find links to all of our previous episodes, as well as merchandise and contact information. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. Okay, well, this next question comes from a listener in Argentina. I think this is a good question. We've addressed um, entertainment before on this podcast and, and what is appropriate for a Christian to maybe watch or, or, um, or take part in, in terms of entertainment. This one uh, says a question that you get all over the place in terms of guidance, but would like to hear from you in terms of guidance as to what kind of music should a child of God listen to? Mm-hmm. And what's appropriate for a Christian, maybe what's not appropriate for a Christian? Uh, it's pertinent not only to young people, this is a young person here, but also to those uh, who aren't so young now. Yeah, I think sometimes the tendency, um, especially for some of us who grew up under legalism, Mm -hmm. is to run perhaps too far to the other end of the spectrum. So I know when I first became a a Christian, I was taught that I shouldn't listen to anything except Christian music. Mm -hmm. Classical, it didn't matter. Nothing but Christian music. And and so um, as a result, I got rid of all my music and... and, um, and believe that to be true at the time and, and strive to live that out. I, you know, I, I no longer believe that every other form of entertainment or music is, is sinful unless mm-hmm. it's you know, explicitly Christian. But having said that, Josh, I think sometimes we go to, too far to the other, other end of the spectrum and we allow ourselves to, to take things into our minds and hearts that aren't good for us. So a couple of passages come to mind. I think about Ephesians 5, Mm-hmm. which describes the spirit-filled life. And one aspect of this spirit-filled life is when it says this, do not get drunk with wine. I'm reading now from chapter 5, verse 18. Do not get drunk with wine for that's debauchery, but be filled with the spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. So obviously what we see there is a life that is song-filled and filled with joy and filled with thankfulness. And so there's a certain kind of song that belongs to that life, to a Mm. life that's spirit-filled. To fill my mind and heart with song that celebrates sin, that celebrates that which is overtly rebellious to God, that celebrates things that are dark in nature, Mm. surely cannot be good for my soul. So I would bring that passage into the picture as you think about that. Another one that comes to mind is Philippians 4, where we're told what to occupy our minds with. And the eighth verse says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, 
whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And so we're taught there to direct our minds to things that are characterized by what Paul says in that, in that verse. What's pure? What's lovely? What's commendable? What's true? What's just? What's honorable? I mean, what, what is worthy of praise? Let your mind dwell on those things. Music has an effect on us. Mm -hmm. It's a powerful medium. And we find ourselves remembering for a long time things that we've sung about or things that we've That's heard true. sung about. That's true. And so I would just exhort the people you know, watching this. I'm not going to say that the Bible condemns any other kind of music than Christian music. I don't think we can say that. But I would say the Bible condemns what is condemnable and praises what is worthy of praise. And to make sure that what you're listening to is good for your mind and good for your soul. Mm -hmm. And sometimes out of, out of a reaction to what was legalism, we can run to the other end of the spectrum and begin to expose ourselves to things that aren't healthy for us. Maybe you could speak just a little bit about how a Christian should approach any question in, along these lines. Because I think sometimes, whether you're a mature Christian or an immature one, you sometimes just, you want to go to the Bible and you want to just tell you exactly yeah. what, it, what, what to do for this specific thing. And, and the Bible doesn't address every single no. issue out there. So how do you sort of come to the right framework um, to address questions like this? The Bible tells us how to, how to develop discernment and it's scripture saturation. And it's not just scripture saturation in, an, in a non-devotional way. It's scripture saturation for the purpose of glorifying God, mm -hmm. for the purpose of obeying God, for the purpose of being able to know what's right or wrong, what pleases God or displeases God. And so I would say that this kind of decision-making belongs to a larger commitment. Mm -hmm. I want to glorify God with my life mm -hmm. in every realm. And so as I practice that, learning the Word of God, meditating upon it, and living life through its lens, then I'll have a better sense of judgment as to what I should take into my life and what I shouldn't. I would also say the Bible exhorts us to pay attention to our conscience. Mm -hmm. Even if your conscience is wrongly informed, if you're sensitive about things that you're actually free to participate in, but you don't feel free, mm -hmm. well, don't participate. If later on teaching sets you free in that area and you feel free, well, well then you can. But until then, you don't violate your conscience. So I think one of the things that happens to all of us if we're not careful is we do that. We violate our conscience. You know, maybe it's at some point we have a standard regarding movies, for example, and we say, you know, I can't watch this kind of movie. I'm not talking about things that are just clearly condemnable. I'm talking mm -hmm. about things that are pornographic in nature or, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about, let's just get really transparent here and, and down to earth. You know, how many curse words should a movie have in it before I turn it off mm -hmm. or shouldn't watch it at all? That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe we had a standard uh, early on and we begin to let that line move. Mm -hmm. But in doing that, we're violating our conscience. That's a dangerous thing. So I would say saturate your life with scripture, pay attention to your conscience, don't violate your conscience. Even if you have a freedom that you're not fully exercising because you feel guilty about it, better to wait until the Lord brings you to a place where you, mm -hmm. you uh, agree with your brothers that you're free in that area than to just plow through your conscience. Mm -hmm. You learn to turn your conscience off, that leads to devastating consequences. Mm -hmm. 
So scripture saturation in a devotional way. I want to please God. Lord, teach me what is good for me and what isn't. And I think some of our fathers and grandfathers, grandparents scruples, uh, we look back on sometimes and we think it was a little bit legalistic, but in some cases it was very wise mm. and would have kept us from a lot of heartache mm -hmm. that we experienced because we didn't pay attention. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Now, we'd love for you to share this podcast and others with friends and family. And the easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, where you can find links to all of our social media channels. So be sure to like and subscribe to one of those channels and pass the word along. Also, if you could go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review, that will help us spread the word about this podcast. And if you would like to help us find ways to continue to produce this podcast, you can find more information by going to the website again, straighttruth.net. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.